Our channel's podcast. Hello there, I'm Moose. I'm Jody. And we, a uh, married couple, talking about movies, TV shows, mostly TV shows. Yeah. That's the channel's part of the Married With. Yep. And uh, we'll get to a Ted Lasso episode in a little bit, but we start with a new mini-series, limited series. Seems like that's what they call the more thinky kind of... Right. Not, I don't want to say pretentious. Huh. They don't say miniseries. They say limited series. Right. Miniseries sounds like, you know, some sort of dynasty miniseries like special. something made for TV, for yeah. primetime TV. Almost like a lifetime thing. Yeah. Yep. But anyway, nine perfect strangers. You got nine times the Balky, nine times the Cousin Larry. Larry, <laughs> 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 to get that joke in there. Just kidding. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> I but, forgot uh, about that show. Know, That's right? great. <laughs> Nicole Kidman, Melissa McCarthy, Michael Shannon. Uh, oh, man. who's the, What's the one guy's name? I just got that. Luke Evans name. from The Alienist. No, I was thinking oh. of uh, Bobby Cannavale. He's that kind of actor's Michael actor. Sh- no, not Michael Shannon. Um, but Yeah, Bobby Cannavale. You just said his name. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm tired. And uh, yeah. Um, Regina Hall. Do you know? Do you know where oh, yeah, you know Scream. her from? Yeah. No, scary movie. Scary movie. She's so great in that. I know. Sydney. I kept looking at her like, where do I know her from? Where do I know her from? And then it clicked for me one one scene. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> so basically, um, you got nine. Strangers going to this wellness retreat run by Nicole Kidman's Russian character, Masha. And, you know, some of her methods are different. There's blood being drawn. There's cell phones taken away. It's very much like a... I mean, they're digging graves to lay in to kind of picture what they'd be like dead. And then to be reborn again into healing and wellness. Yeah. Yeah, so... customized like breakfast smoothies for everyone those breakfast look pretty damn i know right and that infinity pool i'm like i kind of want to go stay at this place i want to go there but i don't want to deal with any of the right you know i want the place all to myself i don't want the mind fuckery (laughs) i mean if you're going to do stuff like if we're going to do like uh chanting and tai chi and maybe yoga all the time okay that's cool sure but uh not stuff like here i'll just play the clip this is from the end of episode one. We came here for a retreat to escape. None of you shall retreat. You will not escape. You know why we're here. Do you really mean to fuck with us like this? Lapuchika. This is Tranquilla. I mean to fuck with all of you. Swelling dramatic music, and then the episode ends. Wow, she's up to something. Yeah, so there's some, you know, they show some flashbacks in Nicole Kidman's character. Apparently, she was some like, you know, business tycoon who gets shot, and all of a sudden she is reborn. Yeah, and she starts this wellness center called Tranquillum. Yeah, and all these nine strangers are showing up, and uh, I don't know, perfect, nice, perfect strangers. (laughs) <laughs> Nine Perfect Strangers is, you know, it's I'm kind of interested. Yeah. I'm not like, I don't think it's the best done show. Sure. 
I don't think it's it's interesting we go from the white lotus to this yeah they're both kind of cut from the same uh, ilk sure from the same ilk whatever in that they're trying to do character studies and i just i don't know this seems very kind of it seems like a limited series that should be on cbs really yeah it seems like a network limited huh. series show whereas the white lotus was different it had a whole lot of different stuff going on that i could see a network executive being like mm, what's with all the weird native music that's not native music that's kind of scary see i think we just haven't seen enough to you know we're just kind of setting the scene right now like we've set the table but we haven't actually seen the meal yet you know no agreed i think this is a good character piece i wouldn't call it network television i think it's a step above that but i do have some things i don't like about it like sometimes nicole kidman's performance is just a little too much but not every time so it, it's hard but it's hard to kind of there's a fine line there and it's like i know it when i see it like i can point out like yeah that was not good but the next scene was amazing you know and then you know uh, melissa mccarthy is there's some serious in there but there's some humor in there too peppered in a little bit kind of yeah um, i don't think she's pulling off this role very well yes she did she can do drama <clears throat> excuse me she did drama and i can't remember the name of it but she played it was like a biopic about this woman who uh <clears throat> got caught plagiarizing or fake yeah. oh she was fake writing old books or something and yeah i know it was like one of these like critically acclaimed movies yeah and, and i, I meant little, to want i wanted to see that movie and i never pull it up, actually. i never uh put that on the list of things to watch but i remember seeing the previews and kind of the the press around that movie thinking oh, i kind of want to see that yeah it's so. can you ever forgive me yeah so it's it's um uh, that I watched like 10 minutes of that movie and she was really good in what I saw. But sure. in this one, I don't know. I'm just not, she's, she's just not really doing it. Yeah. And also on the Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. I know what you're going to say already. Her goddamn husband. <laughs> <clears throat> Look, he's got like yeah. three appearances in this whole season, but yeah. her damn husband, Ben Falcone. Yes. Is in this fucking thing. Yeah, I know. As he's in everything. It's got to be in her contract, right? It's got to be. There's got to be. It's just. I'll do it, but you have to give Ben a role. It's kind of like what she says to every producer on every project that she has ever done. Oh, yeah. You know, every project she gets involved with when people are throwing her name around, they're like, yeah, Melissa, she'd be great for this. But, you know, yeah, her husband's going to have to be involved. Somehow. And they're like, I don't care. I'll write it in. I'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I think they just no no spine at all. They do it. And yeah, <clears throat> he's not like bad, but it's just I just the. It just drives, I'm starting to hate Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Because she puts her fucking husband in everything. <laughs> if I was a major movie star, I would not feel obliged to put you in movies with me. You wouldn't put me in movies. My acting skills are terrible. Yeah, they've gotten better. But, <laughs> you know, I, I can't imagine he is the best person for that role. You well, know, granted, it's small. I think about other actors who just want to get a part, like, who are maybe struggling, like, you're you're married to a sugar mama you don't really need that role you don't need it for your 
IMDb listing that you were in 50 of your wife's movies, you know, like. And maybe it's some cutesy thing they have together. Maybe. Where it's like, huh, we're going to be in each other's I'll things all the time. That's to, our thing. I'll take you to the top of Hollywood with me. <laughs> but not even that. Just like, haha, we're yeah. doing each other's. You got a project? I'm going to be in it. I got a project? You're going to be in it. Yeah. <laughs> we love I don't each know. But it just gets so annoying and it's just enough you know and it makes me think of rob zombie putting his fucking wife and everything yeah and she's horrible yeah. like ben falcone is actually okay yeah but rob zombie's wife is just the worst and yeah. you know she's gonna be in that monsters remake that he's yeah doing. totally you're getting um, totally worked up and off topic here okay but back yeah. to the nine perfect strangers nicole kidman <laughs> uh back to her yeah i don't know what it is she used to do accents so good yeah but in the undoing, she slipped a little bit. Yeah. A little of that Australian came through. Yeah. And in this one, she's not quite committed to that Russian accent. I all agree. The time. It kind of teeters there on edge. And yeah. sometimes you hear it, and then other times you don't. So I, I get the feeling that she, when she was starting out, or at least younger and more hungry, mm-hmm. and I'm speculating, mm-hmm. you know, put in the time with the, the, the dialect coach, you know, yeah. practiced it. Sure. Whereas now she's Nicole Effing Kidman. Hmm. Ah, I'll just watch this uh, Bullwinkle and Rocky and, you know, Boy, I'll get the Russian accent down. You're on the negative train tonight. Well, I don't. We don't know what her process is, so let's not judge that. Maybe she does work with a dialogue coach. But I will say that this one teeters between just American accent and sort of a little Russian. And maybe that's on purpose because maybe she grew up you know in russia and spend enough time in the states and some of that is lost you know as a corporate businesswoman that she once was or maybe it'll be and if this is the case Mm -hmm. i will give her the emmy now yeah in the end of this uh show yeah turns out she's a fraud maybe her real name is becky from jersey (laughs) right you know and she was and somebody's gonna be like i knew it that accent was never quite good enough sure yeah so we'll see i don't know nine perfect strangers you know it's fine i'm i'm into it i'm not like you know all right shut up we gotta watch this you know but yeah it's it's there are worse things out there i um yeah i it's interesting there's some there's some newcomers in there too the um she a youtuber the the instagram star i've never seen her in anything before oh yes and Samara her husband weaving. that's her name huh yes yeah, okay. weaving that sounds familiar yeah so new people yeah yeah it's just kind of she was in a uh and this is a movie i watched when you fell asleep one night oh uh one of those kind of movies huh no it's just a, <laughs> i'm just kidding it was like a kind of a horror thriller uh, so this kid gets babysat by her she's a babysitter and she's like this hot high school girl sure and all her you know stereotypical friends come over the jock the athlete the cheerleader girl and it turns out they are like satan worshipers oh and they okay. sacrifice this nerd who they invited to the babysitting i think i've seen previews for that yeah and that was that was actually entertaining it was yeah Ooh, i'm pulling scary it up movie. Now. Uh, All right. I think it's just called The Babysitter. Yes, I think that is correct. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. No, it was an interesting concept, and I thought it was decent. There's um the the Asher Ketty. She plays the wife, the the grieving mother Yeah. of um, Michael Shannon's character. She's in the Marconi family. Yeah. Also, like, 
until like there's a scene where she gets mad at him for being so upbeat all the time. Yeah. And before she did that, I was like, oh, my gosh, his positivity is driving me crazy. <laughs> He's driving me crazy with how positive he is. Like, I yeah. can't handle that much. Also, he likes to talk a lot. He talks so much. And I think it's to kind of fill that uncomfortable silence because his wife and his daughter are still obviously, you know, grieving mm-hmm. and kind of more sad and depressed and not really, not really talking. and. Yeah. So it's like he feels like every uncomfortable silence with his voice. (laughs) Which is interesting because Michael Shannon always struck me as the type who is not that. Like he always seems like Mr. Quiet. Cool. Not going to say anything unless it's actually worth saying. Yes. But in this one, he is uh, he's doing his acting. Yeah. With the uh, uber energetic, you know, super positive dad. Yes. Very much so. He's in denial. It's interesting. I'm I'm in this one. I like it. I'm watching these characters kind of develop, and I'm ready for the, oh, I didn't see that coming moment, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to, I'm wait, I'm eager for it to kind of pick up and kind of get us more going with where the plot's headed. Sure. But uh, I'm definitely not bored. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, Nine Perfect Strangers on Hulu. I think it's eight episodes. We've watched the first two. A limited series. That yeah. makes it sound fancy. Yeah, it's prestige. Yeah. All right. Enough of that. Yeah. Hey, Jody. Yeah? Do you know that there are people who don't use the free Honey plugin when online buying? What? Who would not get the Honey plugin? Uh, jerk faces. That's who. Who pays full price for things by not having an automatic promo code? From Honey. Dorkmongers. That sounds about right. Also, yeah. lame butts don't have Honey. So true. Another thing they call people not going to joinhoney.com slash married. Do tell. Dork dudes. Yeah. That's 30,000 retailers that they could be saving money at. Who doesn't want that? Yeah. Those darn dirt lickers. Dweebazoids. Wasties. Duty diaper heads. Whoa, 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 whoa. You went too far there. Sorry about that. What I meant to say was droopy diaper heads. Okay, that's better. Go to joinhoney.com slash married now. Do it. And we're an episode behind on yeah. Ted Lasso. There's, yeah. there's one waiting for us from this past Friday. But, Sweet. But we did catch the, um, the uh, Christmas episode. Yeah, which, can I just say, that was very strange to watch a Christmas episode in August. For me. I mean, well, there are people that love Christmas all year long and, you know, you have that, but that is not me. <laughs> well, I think they're kind of beholden to whatever their schedule is, you know, that sure. Apple TV, whoever's in charge of that dictates is the best way to do it. So, I, and I think Ted Lasso, when it premiered, what, last year or the year before, it was a summer show, if I'm not mistaken. So, hmm. Well, I don't know, but it, this, it was just a little off for me. And uh, speaking of off, this mm-hmm. was probably my least favorite Ted Lasso episode. Ah. And, and I say that with a warm heart. Like I still love the show. Sure. It's by no means souring me on Ted Lasso. Okay. But it was just, it was a little bit too mushy. 
a little too like uh heartfelt warm and i get it it's a christmas episode but i think they kind of uh, the way i like ted lasso is they kind of toe the line between being smart and clever and being kind of warm-hearted you know hmm. and, and mostly positive but i don't think they really pulled it off here it was definitely more on the schmaltz side sure I mean, which I mean, that's kind of what you get with Christmas stuff anyway. I mean, they have a whole, you know, Hallmark channel devoted to Christmas movies, I think. Like, you know, people want the schmaltzy, feel good, warm fuzzies for Christmas episodes, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it had a little bit of funny still in there, though. Like, oh, sure. I love the scene where, uh, uh, Jamie Tart forgot his secret Santa gift. Yeah, yeah. And they just like whip it out, dress it up, present it perfectly. Like each one of them adds their own little touch. And then, you know, collectively, he's like, oh my goodness, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <sighs> so. Yeah, yeah, it just, there was some stuff that was like, it was kind of unbelievable. Yeah. Like, you're not really going to every house looking for a dentist. I know. Right. I mean, I get it. Roy's a good uncle. He loves his niece and he yeah. wants the best for her. Yeah. But you're not actually, that doesn't just, that doesn't really fit with the character. I, I just picture him being like, I don't know, your breath can wait until after Christmas. You but know, that scene when they, go brush your teeth. When they smelled Phoebe's breath, I yes. was dying laughing. That was so funny. <laughs> that was, that was very well done. Oh my Absolutely. God. That was great. But then the part at the end where they're doing the love actually with the note cards, yeah. it's just like, yeah. I don't know. And I, I was thinking like, don't, don't, is it love actually like a notoriously hated movie? I don't know. I never saw that movie. Never saw it either. Yeah. But I just, everything I've read is like, love actually is like the worst Christmas movie slash romance movie ever. I don't know. I've never seen it, so I can't make a judgment. And I, I don't know if I know anybody who's ever really talked about it. So I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it was, it, you know, it's, it's, it's a good, I mean, it's Ted Lasso. There's, sure. there's plenty there that you can, it just seemed like they were trying to do a lot of odes to old Christmas movies. You know, the love actually is there. And I can't remember the name of one. I know it was in a movie like when Ted Lasso got off the FaceTime with his kid. Yeah. And what's her name? Threw some rocks at his window, opens yeah. it up. And I forget what she had spelled out on the was it Ted? She spelled out something with Christmas Reef. Yeah, I can't remember what and it I, said, but and I'm drawing a blank, but I'm pretty sure that's a reference to something. They even had like the clip of "It's a Wonderful Life." Sure. And, you know, I, that's all fine, but it was just kind of like something about the show. This episode was missing like originality. It seemed like a like they weren't trying super hard. Huh. I don't know. I think I think what they did is take some classic Christmas stuff, but serve it up Ted Lasso style. You mm. know what I mean? And you know, okay. I don't know. I know you thought it was kind of hokey, but yeah, I thought it was kind of sweet and funny and cute. Yeah, no, there's definitely some funny moments yeah. for sure. But uh, just something about this episode was like I, I wasn't saying I was rolling my eyes, but hmm. it was very much like, oh, come on. All right. I don't know. But again, still love the Ted Lasso. This, this one didn't do it for me. Okay. To each their own. I thought it was nice. Okay. Anything else on Ted Lasso? This episode was kind of about like 
Ted's first Christmas after his divorce and, you know, he's far away and not with his kid and people have to deal with that all the time. And, you know, uh, it, it, all of the players that didn't have family to go to gathered at Higgins's house. You know, that's kind of nice that people are willing to take people in and for Christmas dinner and kind of enjoy, enjoy time together. And I don't know, I thought it was good. And, um, you know, even like Phoebe kind of standing up to a bully kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know if you'd call that kid a bully, but, um, maybe that's part of my other issue is the divorce thing. I feel like they could have done more with that. You know, he's away from his kid for the first Christmas and, his first since the divorce, you know, well, I'm not saying you spend the whole episode there, but it seemed like for a Ted Lasso episode, there wasn't a lot of Ted Lasso. There, true. I mean, it was, there was a bunch of different kind of storylines going there, but I think they did a good job of like, you know, showing that part of the story and without telling it, you know, there's, there's Ted sad drinking his way to probably his third whiskey watching mm-hmm. It's a Wonderful Life, the part where... He jumps off the bridge, you know, and so, and he kind of even had that throwaway line to Rebecca, like, I could have gone a dark, down, down, down a dark path there. Yeah. But instead he spent the day doing some good. So he felt better, you know? Yeah. I, I just think they could have done a little bit more with that. Sure. I would like to have seen some more of Ted dealing with this Christmas that's never happened to him before. But, uh, I don't know what, uh, I feel... That's where I think that's true, though. I think that's a Ted Lasso sort of way of dealing with it. Like, he could have sat there and drowned his sorrows, but he's going to get out there and do some good in the world, you know? And that that seems more Ted Lasso than just kind of sad sob story. No, but I think there could have been more done with him Hmm. uh, in this Christmas, whether it's he goes to Higgins and kind of sees the enjoyment going on, but also kind of misses that familial thing and he leaves and then maybe he tries some other Christmas thing, maybe at the pub and, you know, Hmm. I just think there could have been more there with him in the divorce slash no kid on Christmas. Hmm. Just my thought. Okay. But, uh, I hate the show now. Just kidding. That's going to do it for us. Uh, make sure you go to joinhoney.com slash Mary. Get the Honey extension for your browser. That will help us out. Yeah, and, do uh, that. Yeah. It helps you save money, too. Yeah, totally. Who doesn't want to save money? Yeah. Come and uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Give us a good review on your uh, podcast provider, player, whatever it may be. Share. Tell your friends. Yeah, tell your friends. The more the merrier. There's always room for more. We, we got plenty of downloads. Let's give them to them. Let's, let's throw them out there. Unlimited downloads. <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking of what we do in the shadows, but I did. Until next time, I'm Moose. And I'm Jody. We'll see you later on Married with Channels. Bye. Bye.